Hi, I'm Scott Hamilton, Rockfile, back with another podcast review for your ears, talking about the 2012 flick, Get the Gringo. This is one of those movies that came out in 2012. It got a lot of good reviews, and and I was on the fence about it. I saw it cheap at Best Buy because it was an exclusive. It's got... Uh, 35 minutes of bonus content that's a Best Buy exclusive. I guess there were no extras on the regular version. This was one of the, I can't say first, but an original video-on-demand movie at a time where we weren't doing a whole lot of that. And I finally watched it. I've had it in my collection nine years. I finally watched it, and you know what? It's not bad. So that's the short version. When doing a little research on this movie... Um, Mel Gibson was questioned at the time, you know, video only release you. And he, he, here's the quote. We're just in a different era. Many people just like to th- see things in their homes. I think it's the future. This was the first publicly released exclusively through a video on demand service movie in the United States. And Icon, his company made a deal with Fox that have got a exclusive preview window on direct TV. Then it was released about a month later to other services. And then, later on blu-ray and that's when i finally saw it got 82 percent on rotten tomatoes you know people like this movie when they came out they said it was a return to form for mel um it was a film directed by adrian grunberg who worked with gibson on apocalypto he was the first assistant director you can tell on the behind the scenes stuff they're friends they work well together and all that kind of stuff so this was something you know I like gritty action flicks. Um, I've liked Mel Gibson a lot in his career until, well, (laughs) you know, he had a meltdown and then everything he made after that was pretty bad. Um, But at least he hasn't turned into a complete Bruce Willis and doing every direct-to-video movie that comes along, even now. So I finally popped this movie in, and to be perfectly honest, I watched 20 minutes of it and had an opportunity to watch something else that I really wanted to watch, and that was Freaky, which I watched. And then the next day, I went back and finished this. So my Freaky review is already up. I I enjoyed that movie and popped up the review. I just thought it was a little oversold on how great it was. It was a good concept. It was a good idea, and it was executed well, but I thought several things in it could have been better. So get the gringo out. First 20 minutes honestly did not grab me. I mean, the opening action scene is great. It's well filmed. The whole movie is well filmed. It has this gritty, realistic tone to the whole thing, like this is actually happening. But Mel Gibson's narrating it, and he plays that kind of, you know, character, like deadpan humor. In the beginning, there's mariachi music playing, and the voiceover is like, this has been playing for six straight hours. It shows him putting uh, cigarette butts in his ears to block the sound. It does have a sense of humor to it. It does have some nice um, violence to it. And in the end, it's got an ending that wraps everything up, and it kind of ends on a positive note, which is kind of crazy. It was also known as How I Spent My Summer Vacation, which might have been a better title for it. I mean, no, Get the Gringo fits because they say it several times in the movie, and he is the only gringo for long parts of the movie. Um, If you don't know much about the story, a getaway driver and his wounded accomplice get across the Mexican border. He gets arrested. The money gets taken away from him, and he's thrown in this prison. But they're prisons, as as we see, and it turns out he did research and actually went to him and thought this would be a great idea. He, Mel Gibson, by the way, wrote, produced, starred in this movie, but did not direct it. And he just was interested in how these prisons operated that, you know, 
they're basically fortresses for little fiefdoms where drugs, prostitution, gambling, everything's going on behind. It's not definitely not true incarceration the way we look at it. So it's a very colorful, interesting background to everything going on. And it's got a, he teams up with a 10 year old boy who's much older than his years and, and the politics that goes on, you know, it's, it's a fairly short film at 96 minutes and it's supposed to be kind of fun and a little bit freewheeling, but again, had that Tarantino-esque when the violence happens, it's brutal, bloody, and it's in your face, and it's like, oh my, wow, and then it gets back to the funny stuff. Peter Stormare is in this. He's one of my favorite baddies. I, I love when he's a baddie in a movie, and he plays a completely different baddie than he did as as Lucifer in Constantine or in John Wick 2 or whatever. You know, much different character. Enjoyed his performance. Liked everybody's performance. A few people I didn't know. Kevin Hernandez as the kid is great. Um, the kid's mom, Dolores Heredia, Heredia um, is great. Mel Gibson is pretty great. I You know, he's one of those... He was... At least when I was growing up, he was one of those first actors who I looked beyond the characters he was playing. I just wanted to go see a Mel Gibson movie. And Mel Gibson was kind of Mel Gibson in every movie. He did do some other acting things, but, you know, he's good at being Mel Gibson. And this is a Mel Gibson-esque character, but he is acting, and and he does a good job in the film. Could they have gotten somebody else? Sure. I mean, really, it's an interesting movie that surrounds him anyway. The character doesn't stand out that much from some of the characters he's played. But... He does fine as the gringo. And the whole movie was wound up. I was like, okay, now I see why it got good reviews. It only made about five, six million at the box office, but it wasn't released theatrically. Um, It's not bad. You know, I got over with it. I went, wow, I'm sorry I waited nine years to watch it. I would watch it again someday because I like how it ends. Dean Norris is in this briefly towards the beginning, and man, is he kind of typecast and playing that border sheriff, border police officer kind of character? I mean, he he's done it many, many times outside of Breaking Bad. I, I would, I guess, if it were my career, I'd be happy to be working, but getting worried about typecasting. Like I said, the 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 trials and tribulations of what he deals with doesn't stretch credibility too much. It's not truly a comedy, but some of the voiceover and some of what happens is kind of funny. And bad guys kind of get their comeuppance, but the good guys aren't exactly really good guys either. Um, but how it, you know, I got a nice warm feeling after it was over and went, hey, I actually enjoyed that flick. I felt much better about it than I did after the first 20 minutes where I, th- I kind of thought I knew where it was going and, and it just didn't grab me. It was some, one of those things I was watching. Okay, well, oh, I can watch Freaky? Okay, well, we'll put this on pause for another day. I own the Blu-ray for $5 or whatever. Why not? Um, but anyway... Some of the things I'm going back and visiting my collection have been like, oh, we need to put this on the sell or giveaway pile. (laughs) They don't need to stay in the collection. Uh, Death Race 2. My review of Death Race is coming. Death Race 2 is one that I remembered being not bad for a sequel, and it's really bad. Some good names in it, too, to be as bad as it is. So this is a movie that did not go on that pile. This is one that will stay in the collection. It it actually is a, a pretty entertaining and memorable flick. So kudos to Mel Gibson and the crew who made this, Icon Productions. It, it was surprisingly entertaining nine years after its release. Uh, it's kind of a timeless story. You know, there, uh, you know it'll, it'll hold up for decades. And looking at the front of it, the odds are against him, so is everybody else. That's... That's 
basically the tone of the entire movie. If that sounds good to you, check out Get the Gringo. It's on streaming services and still available on Blu-ray, I think, as well. But it was original video-on-demand movie that was actually worthy of a theatrical release, I think. Or at least a small one. I'm Scott Hamilton. The Rock File is uh, my website, therockfile.com. Please check it out for links. Like, share, subscribe. That's very important. And thank you very much for listening. More reviews on the way. <laughs>